Welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is I.K. Grande. And if you've watched gay porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped you get off. Um, today, my special guest is a uh, content producer, porn star. Um, how else can I describe you? A man of the world? What else would you put in there for a description? Sure. <laughs> that was a perfect description. Perfect description. <laughs> uh, so without any further ado, uh, Luca de Amore, right? Luca de Amore. Of course. <laughs> Your Italian is perfect. Luca d'amore. Luca d'amore. Of okay. love. So, so pe- okay, so yeah. So people that are not Italian, what does your name, what does your name mean? Uh, so Luca is a very actually common name in Italy. Mm-hmm. And d'amore means of love. So Luca of love. And uh, everybody was like, you need a... Uh, like a last name in the porn industry yeah. Yeah. and uh, life is so cheesy and short that I was like we I'm just gonna go for the cheesiest last name and that's when I came out with the Mora okay yeah. well, how long have you been um, in the industry I would say probably like seven eight months okay yeah what made you think or what made you want to get into the industry um, so I quit my restaurant job <laughs> I was like managing and stuff mm-hmm. with uh, a lot of straight people and I said as a joke I want to be in my jockstrap working with gay people um, and here and, you are yeah and then literally <laughs> in, uh, within like four days I think I found my first go-go gigs mm-hmm. and I was always like oh I really 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 want to work with like Nightlife with Drag Queen and Pornostar um, and I always thought oh what if I'm going to be 70 and then I'm going to look back on my life and say, you know what? I did everything, mm. including porno. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I was there. Probably a couple of friends. Uh, they're already a good name in the porn industry. One is um, Atras Grant. Mm-hmm. And the second one is Avatar Akia. Mm-hmm. Avatar is, I think, is a newcomer. Avatar is going to be here in a little oh, bit. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, <clears throat> Alan has been in the porno industry for mm-hmm. quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, yeah, I think it'd be perfect. Why don't you do it? Uh, and, you know, they had uh, just for fans and only fans. And they were like, why don't we just film and mm-hmm. see if you got a, you know, a feeling for that. Mm-hmm. You are European. Yes, sir. Born and raised in Italy. Born and raised in Italy. How how different is uh, sex viewed in Italy as opposed to uh, here in the States? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, also, I have to say that I come from a very open-minded family. Okay. Well, what do you mean by open-minded? <laughs> like, the, you know, they're like very socialist. My dad is like, we'll do grocery for my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took paternity uh, leave from work to make sure that he was taking care of me. Uh, yeah, so they're very, very open-minded. I guess they, maybe they were too open-minded because mm. <laughs> they let me do theater and dance and painting. And well, stuff maybe like they that. knew. Maybe they knew at an I early age. No, they said they didn't, they didn't knew this. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I had a girlfriend and boyfriend, so. Okay. So do you consider yourself, uh, fully gay or do you? I think I'm definitely fully gay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Although, um, I like sexuality. Mm-hmm. So funny things I would like. I would love to lick woman boobs. <laughs> if there's a transgender performer out there, I'm very happy to film with you. <laughs> Good. Like yeah. big tits and big dicks, I'd be more than happy. Okay. Yeah. All right. there you um go. but yeah, I I like to make up with everyone. All right. <laughs> I don't so care who they are. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Um 
when did you uh, <clears throat> when did you uh, come out of the closet when you were in Italy or were... uh, when I was in Italy? I probably was sixteen. Okay, so I think early I on. fell in love for one of my best friend, mm -hmm. and I was writing down in the diary, and like I don't understand this person is the perfect woman for me. Like everything he is is. I don't know. It's what I'm imagining from my wife. Or really? Like About that. a yeah. man? Okay. <laughs> and then I was like, but he's a man. I'm so confused. So was he, would he be, have been the passive one in the relationship? Is that? And he, like, no, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. Because uh, you were saying wife and I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't know. He, I really, really liked him and he, mm -hmm. you know, he took a lot of interest in me. Mm -hmm. uh, also, he apparently was well endowed. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what all my girlfriend were telling me. Uh, and yeah, and I told him I was gay. I said, Lisa, I love you and I care for you. You're not just a friend. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, thank you. We're still going to be friends, but that's very nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to, I was going to ask, did anything happen? Did no. Anything come out of it? Okay. Apparently he had um, a gay friend when he, when he was at the university mm -hmm. and he was telling me, Oh, I really like this guy, but he's a guy, so I'm not sure. Should I try a little bit? Huh. I don't try with girls. And I was like, damn it, couldn't you tell I, me yeah. that when I was in high school? It could have been you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if you ever went through with it? Or? No, I didn't. No? Okay. For, as much as I know. <clears throat> well, I mean, that always that goes to the saying, you know, they always say that uh, if you're gay, you're gay. If you're straight, you're straight. But I think that there's percentages of, yeah. of sexuality. Like There is know, a whole spectrum. They said that... Uh, was was called the Kinsley scale when like mm -hmm. you are absolutely there's really very few people that are hundred percent gay hundred percent straight and then bisex and then everything is in between mm -hmm. uh, and then apparently there's a new scale I forgot the name uh, where it's not only rated by um, uh, based you know if you're straight or gay but also is rated by you uh, I'm gonna say in a in, in a in a funny way but it's rated by the level of horniness. Hmm. So, you know, if you're more sexual or if you're more on the asexual spectrum. Mm. Okay. And that puts you in a different part of that, of, of that scale. Huh. Now I got to look it up because I know the Kinsey scale. I always reference it. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that you did because that's, that's like, for me, it's the gold standard because of all the research that went into it. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily the best research sometimes because I've seen, you know, he wasn't, he was not... Um, uh, biased by yeah. any means he took a little bit of everything so there's <clears throat> there are young people old people pedophiles there's a whole bunch mm -hmm. of stuff in there that nobody really talks about yeah. but is is there um i went to like uh um my, my main partner mm -hmm. i went to we went to a, a wedding of straight people mm. and <laughs> i don't know like uh, she wants to get fucked by someone else mm -hmm. because it was, you know, the, it was an engagement party, sorry, not the wedding. Okay. Engagement party. They invite us over because they love gay guys. And like, we were literally jerking off as like a stray guy was about to fuck her and this soon to be husband was about to fuck her. I'm like, I don't care. I'm having a great time. Yeah. You know, wow. it's like, That's my dick a... is hard. It's like, go for it. <laughs> That's how I always feel too. I had girlfriends growing up, and if 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 it happens nowadays and it gets hard, why not? Let's do it. Yeah. When you now, one question that I had to ask you: you just said right now you went to a wedding with your your main partner. Yeah. What, what exactly is a main partner? So, for those who don't um, know? I I'm in open relationship. I'm I'm uh, he doesn't want to be part of the porn industry, so mm -hmm. I don't 
advertising on Twitter or anything. Sometimes on Instagram I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we work before in clubs where like we're half naked, we kiss each other. We've done it for like three months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very supportive. Uh, we have lovers. We share lover. I have my own lovers. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've been together for a long time, almost nine years, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And it's always... So I consider him my main partner. Like we talk <clears throat> about everything from the very beginning. So uh, that's like your, that's your, your main partner for life. That's... Yeah. Okay. We talk about, you know, like, uh, what do you think about open relationship? We started about talking, which I think we're going to talk about it very soon, uh, fetish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, both of our friends were like, Oh, you guys should hang out with each other because you love water sports. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, you should do it. So we talk about which fetish do you have? Mm-hmm. What do you think about cheating? Uh, what is your reaction to cheating? What do you think about open relationship? Uh, things like, would you eventually want children? Mm-hmm. What do you think about religion? Like all the like very important. Yeah, you touched all stuff. the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Politics? Did you talk about football? No, not that. Football and politics <laughs> is all that's left. Oh, we both dislike football. So okay, that's, that was right. great. <laughs> well, I figured I'd ask. You're, you're Italian. It's like religion yeah. over there, you know? Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, you've been with your partner. Um, you you told him you wanted to get into uh, the porn industry. Mm-hmm. He's been supportive. Um, how, how has your um, experience in the porn industry been so far? I'm having a great time. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I really met a lot of wonderful people that I love to hang out with, with. Some of them, they're becoming my good friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person I like to talk to a lot is shout out to Marco Napoli. Oh, I like Marco. Um, nice uh, you know, he started a little bit before me, uh, and he's doing great. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised not being nominated this year for the gay awards. Well, maybe, um, but maybe I, it's too soon. I think I'm not so. Sure if something was released. I think so. That, yeah. And I, and I, and I, I was, um, texting him and I said, you know, I think next year you probably, you're going to yeah. do good. Yeah. Cause I know, uh, Joel, someone, uh, is yes. one of his main partner. He's been nominated. I'm very happy. For yeah. Him. I did a movie for Champ Robinson's website no. called yeah. Who, Who's My Baby Daddy. And uh, you... oh, oh, yeah. I love, <laughs> I love that movie. Yes. yes. It's, uh, I actually stole that name from the company I was working for before, but you know. They've stolen stuff from me. Oh, I yeah. steal stuff from them. It's perfectly fine. Uh, they weren't going to use it. I said, you know what? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we came out with this movie, and uh, and it, it was a lot of fun to make. And Joel, someone was uh, the main, the main guy in that. So I know I jerk off to the porn. Do the you way. really? Yes, I did. We should make a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, How many top there were? I forgot. I think there was like seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. It Two. was. It was a good time. Oh my yeah. god, the dicks were huge, man. Joel, someone is. Yeah, I was. A I is, is was a trooper. Yeah, Casanova was in there, which we filmed for Champ Robinson. That's right, Casanova. Uh, good friend of mine. I f- I forgot his porn name, so I once said. Uh, there are a couple of other that I met. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's be- I mean, uh, I don't want to quote big. Well, you know what? Like, fuck it. Let's let's quote. But like. Um, I've been listening to a lot of like podcasts about uh, with uh, RuPaul and Michelle Visage, mm-hmm. and you know that can be as problematic as you know we want them to be uh, for different reason. Uh, but one of the core reasons, but one of the core things that they say, it's kind of like life is not that serious. Mm-hmm. We're, like, we're literally yeah. like one grain 
of sand in all the history of humanity. Oh, geez. If you we were, we were going to get this serious, I, I absolutely agree with you. Right? We're not Continue. that important. We're not yeah. that important. So, like, why not have just... We know the matrix exists. Yeah. We're not... What you know? We're not reinventing the wheel, mm-hmm. so why not just have fun with it? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there are people who don't allow themselves to have as much fun, yeah. as you can. Granted, you know, with with uh, moderation, I think you know we have to be a part of a society that um, contributes. Yeah. You know, we have to kind of do certain things. It's a give and take, mm-hmm. and as long as everybody gives, uh, other people should get. So. Um, I think as long as you take it within moderation, that's I always want to say I'm a, I'm a big advocate of like harm reduction. You know, make sure whatever drugs of, of porno or sex or everything can be addicted. Yes, you are taking yeah. in moderation, like mm-hmm. you said. Uh, at the same time, uh, as since we since we got deep, well, since we got deep for a second, as my therapist will say, <laughs> shout out to my therapist as well. <laughs> uh, it's like at the end, like we are sort of a therapist for other people. Yes, whatever you're a cameraman absolutely. or whatever, whatever you're a porn actor, there's certain people they can not live their fantasy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we are a little bit more sexually explorative than they are, yeah. and, and we just channel that energy, and we want to make sure that we're having a good time, and that it can have a good time yeah. to us. Even even doing something like this, the reason why it, it came to be was because, A, I've met a lot of really interesting people in this industry, mm-hmm. and, and B... Um, I just, I think from, from the feedback that I have gotten, there are a lot of people who, you know, porn is exploitative. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the very definition, the very nature of it is exploitation. A lot of things are. However, you know, we're, we're a part of it. Um, there are people who, um, uh, enjoy it and we know that they enjoy it mm-hmm. and they're living out their fantasy through us. Um, but then you also have to talk to the people that, are considered exploited, you know, like we have to be able to understand that the models are human beings. Mm-hmm. The models, uh, you know, you, you can't just walk up to them and be like, God, you know, I want to fuck you. Cause it's not, it doesn't work that way. Absolutely. This is somebody that's doing, it's a job and you're doing it and you, you have a very, you're fortunate enough to have a, a, a certain job. However, you don't walk up to somebody and just think that they're one dimensional because you've seen them in porn yeah. and that's all they're horny all the time. And that's all they're going to be. Oh. And, and that's the thing. And that's what this is more about is um a talking about stuff that uh people don't usually talk about mm-hmm. and b again is just humanizing yeah sometimes uh i was i forgot which um there's a, por- um, a porn star that I, I believe it just started with team tales probably uh, no mm-hmm. with um treasure island sorry um and um he was telling me oh yeah i kind of like cuddling that's my almost like my oh, fetish yeah. and the things that i like because People are sexualizing me so much. Mm-hmm. They don't understand they're talking to a human being. Mm-hmm. And the funny part, a lot of us or a lot of the people that at least I encounter, they're one, super nice, mm-hmm. uh, very sexually explorative and open-minded. And they're really well-educated people. Mm-hmm. I have, I have one university degree, two theater and dance degree mm-hmm. in ones. How many languages do you speak? Um, three. Yeah. All bad. <laughs> but yeah, but still, you, oh, shut up. <laughs> you speak three languages. That's, you know, that's, yeah, it's like, almost for me when I, when I hear, uh, Europeans or, um, South Americans sometimes, certain countries outside of the United States, mm-hmm. usually they speak more than two languages. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but even, in, even in the, um, I mean, even, even within the, the United States, mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, not, not to take anything away from the European, which mm-hmm. we are beautiful and we're wonderful people, but, uh, you know, a porn star in general, even, even American porn star, they are, you know, they're not just like dumb fucking yes. machine. Agreed. I agree with you. They're, they're, you know, they have interesting personality, they have interesting story. And yeah, mm. that, that, that it's, you know, it's, it's nice to explore them. Yeah. Well, speaking of interesting, I know that one of the first uh, conversations we had, and I told you about this podcast, mm-hmm. I told you about the foot fetish episode that I did, and you were talking about that. We got into fetishes, and one that I have not spoken about too much, and that you already mentioned, is um, uh, golden showers mm-hmm. or piss fetish, right? What piss would, fetish yeah. or water sports, whatever water you want to call them. There we go. <clears throat> yeah. So so describe what, what water sports is. Uh, okay, so water sports will be the act of uh, basically pissing either on someone or receiving the piss from someone. Mm-hmm. Certain people like it to just observe them. Mm-hmm. Certain people like to be pissed on or vice versa. Uh, certain people like to drink it, mm. uh, get pissed in their butthole. <laughs> so whatever. all of that falls under yeah. water sports. whatever. Okay. Whatever comes out of your penis, that it's so. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people now, more so uh, in the mainstream, know the, what the term "golden shower" means because of the steel dossier and mm-hmm. uh, Trump and you know, <laughs> everything we heard about that P tape. <clears throat> Whether it exists or not, now people it's out there, so people kind of know a yes. little bit about it. Uh-huh. But it's always cool to talk about it with somebody who who enjoys it. Now you said from an earlier age you enjoyed water sports um where did where do you think that came from i don't know i i i feel like you know someone sometimes people like to taste their own cum Mm -hmm. yes um i don't think i never liked i didn't really like to taste my own cum i was not that interested Mm -hmm. but i was fascinated by the piss so i sort of kind of like oh what does it taste like and I just literally put it in my tongue, and that was it. And then when I got more explorative later on, um, I just really liked the idea of like a warm feelings and a warm sensation on my body. And mm-hmm. I, and at a certain point when I realized I was gay, I was like, oh, it kind of reminds me like of cum all over my body, but it's hmm. actually piss, and I can have more of it. <laughs> That's how I started. Okay. Uh, and then I had, I guess I had like a sir or someone that I was like, Kind of more like dominant, mm-hmm. and he wanted to pee on me, and I was like, "Oh, I think I like it." Uh, but I definitely explored more and more and more in New York City. Definitely. So now he, being here, it's a little more. When where do you where would someone go? Like for instance, if you have a fetish <laughs> and you, you enjoy the getting eagle. okay, so the eagle is uh, go to the eagle, go to the urinal, urinal. Mm-hmm. That's how you call it. Did yeah. You say? Yeah. Uh, and then get a bottle of beer, empty it out, and then just ask if you can fill it up with piss. That's it. So that's how it happens there. Because I've, oh, I've, so, yeah. I've, I've heard stories. I've heard stories growing up in New York of going to the Eagle, and if you wanted to get peed on, you would go to the second floor shower or the second floor bathroom, and there's a bathtub. And you get in the bathtub. And I that means that you want to get peed pro- on. Probably the bathtub is no longer there. Okay. So uh, things have changed. Because there are... <laughs> They're, I, they're like, if you, there's any sexual activity, they will come with like a flashlight to okay. stop them. All right. So things um, have definitely changed. Then. But like, for instance, like we went to the uh, a black party mm-hmm. 
And then there's one section for sex. Uh, and then there was a tub where if someone wanted to get peed on, you could just lay there. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there's a club in, excuse me. Mm-hmm. There's a club in uh, Brooklyn. Uh, I haven't been there in a long time, but they do, um, uh, I think they also do a party called Inferno. Okay. And, uh, it's like a sort of glory hole labyrinth, uh, uh environment. Mm-hmm. And they do two nights. One, I think is golden, golden USA. And it's mostly for young, for younger crowd. But also they have another one. I do, I did forget the name. I'm sorry for that. Mm. Um, but it's an older crowd. They're not as good looking. <laughs> But they are really into that. Okay. And so it's a little bit more, for people that are really so into this, it's really, really nice. Okay. It's really It's like they're all drinking like Bud Light. Okay. <laughs> okay. And water. Okay. Yeah. So like they're, they're, they're a little bit more hardcore. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They'll be, it's it's basically the, the young people, when they get older, they'll end up there. Yes. It's basically what Like it the is. younger <laughs> one, they're like, oh, it's water sports, but we don't know what to do. Mm. The older one, they know what to do. They all wore like really nice clothes and they don't want to get peed on. Yeah, most likely. But the other ones are like, eh, this is my sweatpants. Yeah, like they're like, oh, let let me fuck you. And then like, I'm going to just pee all over you. So it's a sex party too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, So other than uh, pissing fetishes, what else? I know you went through the laundry list of of stuff that you and your partner (laughs) are into. What, um, What other stuff do you, did you explore? Uh, what is I was, I was, stu- I'm still stuck in the piss fetish for some reason because, um, well, I'm, uh, I was joking with you last time because, um, we had like, uh, five or six guys over our place mm-hmm. and, and for some reason we all drink a lot of water because my main partner is like, Oh, you guys should all drink a lot of water because we are drunk and, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want you to waste it. And so he went to the bathroom and he's like, I need to pee. And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> and I was like, can I drink it? And also like, I, I'm going to say one thing. I always love to joke about it. I was like, I like my piss like a Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It needs to be clear, crispy with a hint <laughs> of citrusy. <laughs> okay. There are like people that like the love piss. They can get like, the stinkiest, the better, uh, yeah. the more gross, the one you're gonna swallow and throw up. The like, and there are people that would train you to do that. Uh, I personally don't do that, but yeah. I, I have other friends that are doing it and they're loving it. I, yeah, I, I'm grossed out. <laughs> I just like it as clear as possible. Yeah, listen, if I was into piss, I'd probably want it like a Sauvignon Blanc. It was so <laughs> nice, I, nice and clear. Just, it was perfect. You know, water, basically. That I'd like, be perfectly fine with just water. The door of the bathroom was open. My my partner was like, "Let me pee on you," and then like four other guys came one after another. I was like, uh, "Can you also pee in my mouth too?" I, I was the happiest it. man on earth. <laughs> <laughs> and like also like fetish comes and go. Mm-hmm. So like I've been later been into water sports again. Like So it went away for a while now. This is Yeah, like okay. for the past like probably five to six months, mm-hmm. I'm really craving it. So um when it went away, what was what was the uh what was in place of it? Did you have something uh, else in place I don't of know. it? No, like they're, they're different one like, but um, like one one day that we did a piss things, um um, the way my partner and I explored with another sir, which was into piss, is because we went to a food party fetish. Mm-hmm. Also, the thing that sucks right now with like, uh, unless there are specific events and you know there are sex party for certain things, mm-hmm. Craigslist is no longer here. Um, so, 
uh, you know, um, without going too much into politics, but this administration has really like cut everything for like mm-hmm. sex worker and yeah. anything that is connected to sex. I mean, we saw the extent on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, like even a straight person will post something with a little bit too sexy yeah. and it will be cut taken out from, off, from, yeah. or taken out from, mm-hmm. from the internet. Um, so before it was Craigslist, you know, in New York, you're like, oh, we're having a f- feed party. Come over our place, like we charge you ten dollar, and mm-hmm. that's it. Um, I think before that, I had a uh, a sir. I always like this idea of like submission, and you know, either be submissive or be in control. Uh, where um, there was this guy that just wanted to tie me up, and he had this idea of like maybe wearing like high heels and Gary belt and. Hmm. Cage my dick. I was into that for a long time. Okay, so like, like having my dick cage. That is called um, chastity. chastity. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And you should actually interview um, if you haven't done uh, anything about chastity. You should interview um, um, Cage Jock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've come friend. across him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I'll give you his phone number. Yeah, please do. I've I've I know who he is. I spoke to him just recently. Yeah. He, you know, he's very big on his brand. Mm-hmm. So I wanted him to bottom in the scene. Yeah. And he was like, but what else? And I was like, I just need you to bottom. But what else? So I know that he really gets into the fetish. So yeah, yeah no, I would love, I would love he, to talk to him. He, him. Him and I, we met before he started everything. And I, I was already into, into the leather community. And I was like, you need to come with us mm-hmm. because you are caging your dick and no one else is doing it. But you're, or no one else is really talking about it. Mm-hmm. You need to come to the leather community where they kind of embrace all kind of different fetish mm-hmm. and show that to them as well. And then he started his own brand and he started his own company. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. really, really happy for him. Yeah. I would love to talk to him. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cajun, my dick was, was, I had that for a little bit. I couldn't do it as long as other people are doing it. They're well, like, what is it? What involves when you well, cage your dick? Like, you know, they're like, usually they're like, it's always about, you know, someone is more submissive and someone is more in control. So, um, like there are people that will do it because their dick is too big and the wife wants to keep it in control mm-hmm. and have their dick to shrink. There are people that just like the control of the idea. They're like, you're sexually frustrated. So, um, you're going to feel more pleasure, like almost like a female. Mm-hmm. The first time that I try, uh, was thanks to a friend of mine who was like, I'm gonna fuck you with another top. I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you. And I want you to like really feel the pleasure for your prostate and not from your dick. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna cage your dick. So you're not gonna be able to touch it. Huh. And, uh, and, and I'm gonna cage you for a day. So you're gonna be very horny. And all you're gonna feel is the sensation from your, from your behind. Huh. Interesting. Okay. And that was actually, I thank him because on top of discovering the um, the fetish of uh, having my uh, you know chastity device, I also discovered my prostate. I knew that I had it. I knew how <laughs> yeah. to, but I never come from my own prostate without touching myself. Which you did tonight. Which I did several times. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Either um, I was gonna send it to you, but like I have one video specifically. Where, like I always have video where like I get fucked and I come mm-hmm. a little bit. I have one last one of the last one I did. Where I had this top that fucked me so good that as it was coming inside me, I just came from my prostate and had like a 
a splash of cum coming wow. out from it. Did. Yeah, you got to show it to me. I was like, oh, <laughs> isn't it amazing? Like the stuff that is out there to explore, mm-hmm. right? That I do poppy play. Poppy play yes. is fantastic. Poppy, I'm actually interviewing someone tomorrow. Oh, you should. Yeah. Like poppy play was great. I had yeah. a, and it was always about poppy play was so much fun because it wasn't just about sex. It was mm-hmm. more about you know fetching and do stuff and like and all the fetish are helping you to like stay away from like take my take your mind off from reality mm-hmm. and kind of put you at ease. And I think that's why I've been fascinated by all different yeah. fetish. I think that it's a good time to be, I don't want to sound cliche, but a, a good time to be alive if you like certain things. Mm. Sexual revolution right now is so much bigger than it was in the oh, 60s yeah. and 70s. And, you know, with the AIDS in the 80s, it was very, very hard to explore anything. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's just like a resurgence of stuff. Yeah, so, the fetish to sexual education. <laughs> so, yeah, so now... um I uh I'm, I hate to say this. We need a little more time at some point, but um I am so happy you came on and you talked to me a little bit Same. about uh your industry uh career so far. Uh just for fans, right? You're on just for fans. Just for fans only fans. Okay, so you're on just for fans only fans. Look at the more. Mm-hmm. Look at their more, right? See. Look of love. <laughs> uh please guys find him on uh, just for love. fans or only fans. Find him on Twitter. Um I think it's Luca Capital X NYC. At Luca Capital X NYC mm-hmm. on Twitter. And, um, yeah, you'll see him on Treasure Island. You'll see him on a couple of other studios too. Um, but yeah, I th- want to thank you so much for coming in and talking Same. about fetishes and all that fun stuff. Till next time. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, guys, uh, if you like what you hear, um, you know, we're on uh, Pandora, we're on Spotify, we're on Buzzsprout, we're on Apple. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, uh, by all means, click subscribe on all those buttons. Watch us on YouTube and click subscribe on that. And uh, once again, my name is Ike Grande. I'm your host for Demystifying Gay Porn. And if you've watched gay porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped to get off. Cheers.